It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can't clap themselves. an alarm for me well that's that's pretty handy an alarm for me for me vegan knave you gentle soul you perfect man what a wonderful human vegan you are i'm so happy you are uh yeah wolf how you doing all the way in norway how are you sir how are you you know today is my third day at PETA, and let me tell you it's been interesting yesterday we did a um, we got on the truck and we put the goggles on and we learned how to use the virtual reality and i was abducted by aliens and it was a lot of like i don't know if you saw if you're if you're a channel member or you're a patreon member you've seen the video of lisbeth in there getting uh getting abducted and she was like no she screamed and um apparently a lot of people scream when they see this thing so i'm extremely <laughs> excited to see the reactions of this uh this presentation i can't wait to be on the road with this thing you know we we put you in the we put you in the chair and the goggles go on your head and then you get abducted by aliens it's a really cool experience and then in the end you're like well this happens to animals every single day all the time how do you feel about that? So that's pretty cool. I'm I'm excited about it. I, I can't wait. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna set sail with this truck and this VR experience with PETA on Saturday, and off we go into the wild, into the American wild, and we'll see what we do next. It's gonna be pretty awesome. I I'm excited. Um, what else did we do yesterday? We I watched. Um, Unbreak the Chain on Breaking the Chain, which is a movie about that PETA made about their community animal project and uh, program. And um, they drive all over and they help dogs who are mostly um, guardianed by impoverished people. And they build them dog houses. But I mean, it was hard to watch. The, the condition most of these dogs are in is just. Um, shocking to say the least it's very upsetting and um you know it makes me wonder how i don't know it just seems like such a huge task trying to save these animals especially when it comes to these dogs that are just like chained to a chained to a stake in the ground or chained to a post and they're just that's their whole life that's what they do they've all got mange and their ears are being eaten by insects. It's just so horrible. And it's just something that I, I'm really afraid of, you know, like I, I, I can't believe that people treat animals that way. So it was pretty, it's a pretty great movie. If you haven't seen it, it's free on voodoo. Um, Breaking the chain is the, the movie that we saw yesterday. And then we talked about our talking points about vivisection and we went over all the literature and that was really pretty awesome. So 
I, like I said, I'm really excited about getting on the road and doing the work, and I cannot wait to um, to share it with you. I'm still working on the first video, like because I'm just like taking video, and I, I need to do a voiceover to explain what's happening. So it's taking a little bit longer than I wanted to, but I've been taking video. Rest assured. So that's still happening. It might be a short pre-shift today, but I did want to talk about the um, today. I saw an article about the. <laughs> the presidential library is saying that democ democracy is so fragile and that uh, Bush and Obama, from Hoover to Bush and Obama, unite to warn of the fragile state of U.S. democracy. There are 13 presidential libraries. And what I think is interesting is this right here. The joint message from the presidential centers, foundations and institutes emphasize the need for compassion, tolerance and pluralism while urging Americans respect democratic democratic institutions and uphold secure and accessible elections. But this idea of the need for compassion is, I think, really interesting because after watching, doing kind of our thing with, you know, I think every vegan understands that there's a lack of compassion out there. I don't think that's an American problem. And how can we ever have the type of compassion we need to live in a peaceful society without war and poverty and all these horrible things if we're not going to be compassionate? And it's so hard to find that compassion sometimes too, especially when I see how cruel humanity can be. You know, and I'm always trying to, I'm always trying to come at it from a compassionate point of view, but sometimes it's difficult. And, and so that, that really stuck out to me because I am somebody who constantly says like democracy is fragile and we need to protect it. If you want it, you got to protect it. And, you know, presidential, presidential libraries and institutions aside, um, something that the context of history gives us is that like that overwhelming, that overwhelming lesson, that compassion for one another and all the beings of earth is the most important thing that we need to be fostering is the most important thing we need to be working on is the most it's the most fundamental part of our humanity and yet it's the one that we shy away from over and over and over again and it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking you know i i try to I try to be generous and I try to be um, kind and compassionate. And then I see, you know, I've been wronged. I've been wronged by people in the past. I've been, I've been mishandled. And I, I, sometimes I think about, you know, the lessons of, the, you know, the great ones, you know, the, the great philosophers and religious leaders and, you know, the MLKs and them who turned the other cheek and all of that. And I find it so difficult, especially when I have to watch things like that, like the, uh, un, what do you call it? Breaking the chain. I keep wanting to say un, unbreak the chain, but yeah, breaking the chain. I don't know why you want to keep saying that. Unchained, unchained the animals, I guess. Um, you know, we talked a lot about euthanasia and how animals are coming, coming to PETA's care and what happens to them and what, um, what condition they're in when they arrive and you know how many animals if they're adoptable we usually there's a they go to the a, the SPCA who then adopt them out but the, the SPCA and other organizations they don't take every animal 
and so a lot of them end up euthanized and it's uh it's like this tragic thing. I got to hang out with people who were part of the animal project, the community animal project and, um, and CID. And it was, uh, really cool because learning about what they go through and they're so like polite and gentle people. And yet they see the worst, they see the worst of humanity. They see the worst of what we do to animals. And it's, It seems impossible sometimes. Anyway, we're gonna get we're gonna get through it. We're gonna get through it. I hope um, it's predominantly a human problem. Absolutely. Hey Hannah. Hey Hannah. Hey Hannah. I heard from some university research that vivisection is a term they don't use anymore, and that they don't take people who say it seriously. Hmm. I don't know about that. Um, I guess they can change the name of things to make it seem like it's not as bad or something. I don't know what are they, what language, what word do they prefer? What, what word do they pre, uh, prefer? I mean, half the times that I hear people who work in labs, they talk about sacrificing animals. Is that the word that they prefer? Is to sacrifice an animal because they say it all the time. Um, I still say vivisection. What do you say, vegan knave? What do you think we should say? Yeah, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. That's exactly my vibe. That's exactly what I think. Thank you. Let me turn this up a little bit. There we go. Now I can see you a little better. <laughs> Talking to myself. All right, so uh, the word of the day is disingenuous. And I think it's such a good word because how often do I hear someone like Pierce Morgan say that they care about the bees or hear about vegan uh, vegans say that they care about... Um, <laughs> No, I shouldn't say that. I love vegans. Um, <laughs> but uh, I got in a big argument yesterday about cat food. And I am of the opinion that you can feed a cat plant-based food. But that's just because I know a lot of people who do it. What do you think? But what I was going to say was that um, Piers Morgan and how many times you hear about crop deaths. Oh, what? You don't care about the poor little grasshoppers. You don't care about those grasshoppers. And meanwhile, of course, we care about the grasshoppers. Do you care about the grasshoppers or are you making a disingenuous argument at best? Usually you're disingenuous at best. Let's see. Let's see what they say in Webster. Disingenuous is a formal word that describes things such as speech or behavior that give a false appearance of being honest or sincere. Similarly, a person who is being disingenuous may seem sincere, but is in fact only pretending to be open and candid. That sounds about right. That sounds like Pierce Morgan. Her recent expressions of concern about community center closing uh, are disingenuous at best. That's what I hear that a lot. Disingenuous at best because she stands to benefit financially when the property is redeveloped disingenuous at best. I love it. Um, just in June 2023, Emma Roth said in The Verge, you know those one-line reviews on Amazon listings that don't quite seem legitimate? Like the ones that rate a product five stars and say something incredibly vague, like this is such a great item without expanding on any specifics? Well, that's just one type of fake feedback that the FTC wants to crack down on. The FTC, Federal Trade Commission, Proposed rules to seek uh, proposed rules seeks to ban several different types of disingenuous reviews, and would not just punish the companies. I want to outlaw disingenuous carny arguments. What do you say? I think we should outlaw those. Should we ban those? I think we should. We should ban ban carny arguments. I would just ban carnies. 
ban breeding animals, ban eating animals, ban having animals. I like that. This is ban ban animals. <laughs> Can we ban animals? Uh, to be disingenuous is to feign sincerity, to pretend you are speaking genuinely and honestly while concealing an ulterior motive. Similarly, a disingenuous remark might contain a hint of truth, but it is delivered with the intent to deceive or to serve some hidden purpose. That sounds like Piers Morgan. This just seems like Piers Morgan to me. That's all I, that's all I can think about. While not currently defined in our dictionary, the internet term sea lioning might also shed some light on the meaning of disingenuous, especially if you've ever been dragged into an online argument with a stranger whose true purpose is to exhaust you and erode your goodwill. That sounds like a carny, doesn't it? Can our carny sea lioning us? I got to hit sea lioning is when an uninvited stranger pops up into your conversation and peppers you with unsolicited and insincere questions. Th that, those are carny comments, right? Like the idea, oh, have you thought about, didn't you know about crop deaths though? Didn't you know? You know you, do you even know how many birds are killed for your beans? The sea lion politely demands evidence for even the most mundane or self-evident statements and insists that you justify your opinions until he's satisfied, which he never is, since he's asking questions in bad faith. In other words textbook disingenuous behavior oh i like this i learned two words now sea lioning and disin well i know disingenuous but sea lioning i'm gonna start using that one what do you think about that sounds like troll behavior to me too josh banks exactly <laughs> Ban plants feel pain except <laughs> plants feel pain though oh but plants feel things yeah it's so hard does it is it so hard not to abuse animals is it so hard not to abuse animals come on man come on <sighs> what are we gonna do what are we gonna do with you huh what are we gonna do with you did you guys see the new shirt we got this new shirt it's don't use animals i'm really excited about it we have this new shirt going on don't use animals is the shirt and i'm excited if we go to the shop button right here on veganofcourse.net there it is don't use animals. See, it's got ladies wearing it. And on her shoulder, she has uh, the V on her shoulder. Says you're vegan. There she is. You can kind of see it over here. And then we also have uh, vegan, of course, on the backside, just in case you're in an activist situation and you want the people behind you to know. And then there it is, the V on the shoulder. Let everyone know that you are one vegan mofo. Pre-shrunk fabric. Are you kidding me? Pre-shrunk fabric. Hell Yeah. Of course, pre-shrunk. Of course, it's pre-shrunk. I like this shirt because people ask me all the time, well, what even is veganism? Don't use animals. Don't use them. Don't use animals. But what if don't use animals? Don't use animals. That's it. When am I in Denver? Sometime in October. So very soon. Very soon, Jonesy LaFay. I'll reach out you. I'll reach out to you directly. I promise. Yeah, we're coming. Am I in a hotel room? Um, no, I'm in, uh, you're in Virginia. I'm in Virginia. I am not on tour yet. Right now I'm staying at the PETA house. I'm at the Connie house, which is called the PETA house. I found out that the PETA house was actually left to PETA in uh, a will so that we could put up temporary workers and people who are, are working, uh, you know, they're working remotely, but they have to come to Norfolk to HQ and rather than pay, um, you know, hotels, we have the PETA house and it saves the company money. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's uh, pretty rad. So I'm at the PETA house. It's kind of run like a 
like a sorority house or a hostel kind of where you do your own dishes and there's a like a like a washer machine and dryer and you do all your own stuff. It's a shared bathroom. It's an old um it's an old it's a historic house in the historic Ghent district in Norfolk, Virginia. It's really cool. Nowhere near Richmond. I'm sorry. I'm not anywhere near Richmond. I'm in Norfolk, which is far away from Richmond, that's for sure. When am I in Friedrichstadt? <laughs> Soon. We'll come to Friedrichstadt next next tour. We'll go to Friedrichstadt. Yeah, definitely. We'll all be we'll all go to Friedrichstadt and talk about vivisection. That sounds like a good plan. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll definitely be there. Um <laughs> absolutely. I don't know if you saw this, the billboard campaign in UK compares slaughterhouse stats with the lives lost in WW2. Of course, you know that we kill something like 2 trillion animals a year. Um, this billboard purports that we are killing every 30 minutes as many lives as the second war took in six years. Here it is. The second world war was six years long and in 30 minutes we take as many lives as possible but i like at the end it says which part of this makes you angry of course sunak who the uh, the prime minister of england they're trying to demand that he go vegan we'll see how far we get with that that would be pretty cool if that happened i think but what do you think about this ad does it make you angry makes me angry and i and i kind of kind of wish we saw more of that type of stuff out here we don't see that kind of thing in america really not really um but I think that's a, it's really good to put things in the statistics so people can kind of understand what we're talking about. We're talking about a mass genocide every 30 minutes. And it's, it's a wild number to think about. It's hard to think about. And when we, and when we talk about, oh, well, we need to have compassion. What are we, what are we talking about? Oh, we all need more compassion. Well, what are, what does that mean? Well, I think it means maybe stop killing animals. I think that would be like a good place to start. I think that's something that everybody can do right now. Like, I know it's sometimes hard to experience compassion for people who have wronged you, um, people who have hurt you. Sometimes it's hard to have compassion for those people, but you got to work on that. I think it's really easy to have compassion for animals who've done nothing wrong. They've done nothing wrong in their whole lives. The only thing they did wrong was get born the wrong species because of you. You know what I mean? So I think it's really important to think about when someone says, well, we want to have compassion. More compassion is what we need in the world. Well, sure. What does that mean? I think the easiest type of compassion to practice is toward animals who have never done anything wrong to any of us. I think that should be pretty simple. What do you think? I'd love to know. I'd love to know what you think it means when we say we want to have more compassion. I'd love to know that. You know, today um, I didn't really have many cool things happen in history, but I still wanted to go over the well. One one thing happened in history. We had the um, Tupac Shakur was shot in Las Vegas today in history, and I used to run the bar that Tupac beat up the guy who shot him later. Uh, the bar right outside my bar was where that happened. Of course, I didn't work there when the Tupac Shakur thing happened. I was in high school when it happened. But it was weird. Like, I was a big Tupac fan. And then it was weird when I had the job at MGM Grand. Like, oh, a Tupac thing happened here. And then over on that street over there is where he got shot. 
and he was shot um, seven times, I want to say. And uh, I think he was shot seven times. And then six days later, he died in Los Angeles. They, they medevaced him, sent him to Los Angeles where he died six days after today. So I'm sure that we'll see if we do the pre-shift and it falls on a weekday, we'll see Tupac Shakur's face on uh, the day he died. But um, I don't know. That affected me greatly as a teenager. It was uh, it was pretty shocking because I don't know. It just got a little too real, you know. Gangster rapper gets gunned down in the streets of Las Vegas. Uh, the first time Uncle Sam is ever used in 1813 by Troy Post of New York. Yeah. Uncle Sam gets his due. For famous birthdays, all pretty boring, huh? Like um, Ed Warren, the ghost hunter, Grandma Moses, Elizabeth I. She's pretty cool if you're into Shakespeare and stuff. But, um, you know, we, you guys all know about all those guys. Uh, Roy DeMar was a, from the Gambino family. I don't remember who Bannerman is. Oh, the British Prime Minister Bannerman. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But, yeah, kind of um, nothing really exciting except... On the celebrity ones, we have some interesting stuff going on. So we have Evan Rachel Wood uh, is the star of Westworld. They actually got sued last year by um, by Marilyn Manson because Evan Rachel Wood said that Marilyn Manson was grooming her as a teenager. He says that's not true. And so there was a lawsuit. I'm not sure how it ended up, but he sued her for defamation. Uh, Uta Pippig is the is a female marathon runner. She did all sorts of amazing running. Buddy Holly was killed in an airplane, and um, it's his birthday today. Buddy Holly, what a great singer! I, Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Yeah, he was taken too young, and of course Chrissy Hind. Now Chrissy Hind has actually gone to jail with Ingrid Newkirk. She was hardcore vegan, vegetarian. She was vegetarian for a long time and um, protested for animal rights. She was an animal rights ad ad advocate and activist. And now she's pushing slaughter-free milk and cheese, slaughter-free dairy. And of course, um, that's not vegan. Don't use animals. Just because you're not slaughtering them doesn't mean that you're allowed to enslave them. So now she's pushing slaughter-free dairy is what her whole like thing is chrissy hind is kind of a well disappointment i would say wouldn't you i would say that too i would say that's very disappointing but there you go psychic num numbing of a is a psychological phenomenon that causes us to feel indifferent to the suffering of a large number of people yeah there's that quote, Joseph Stalin, one death is a tra tragedy, a million is a statistic. It's true. It's true. Um, about compassion, I was reading about psychic numbing. Oh, okay, got it. Now I know where that came from. Awesome. Um, what happened with the Manson stuff? I don't know how it ended. I don't know. Uh, but Marilyn Manson sued Evan Rachel Wood, and I think they settled, but it's unclear. I tried to find out today and I really couldn't find out because I was really just trying to find out if any of them were vegan because I, I don't really care about Marilyn Manson. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just wanted to know if, if Evan Rachel Wood was vegan. And then I read an article in Brooklyn vegan that was written earlier this year saying there was a lawsuit going on. I don't know how it ended up, but we'll see. I guess we'll find out later. <laughs> we'll find out later how that worked out. <laughs> Anyway, Chrissy Hine, 72 years old, kind of a bummer. Um, 
here's something interesting is that uh, in Australia, the whole nation in 1902 today observed a day of humiliation and prayed for rain as a terrible drought kills livestock and threatens crops. Rain begins to appear on the 10th of September. Did the day of humiliation work? Is that what happened? Did the day of humiliation work for the Australians? They, 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 all their livestock was dying, which of course doesn't belong to them, but they were upset that their, their animals were dying and that their crops were dying, which were probably related, right? Cause you got to grow crops to feed the animals because of the drought. And so then uh, they prayed for rain and four days later it appeared in Australia. Can you believe it? Uh, an amazing thing happened. Yeah. What are you going to do? Slaughter free milk. What do they do with the boys? Uh, yeah, I think it's all bullshit, vegan knave. I think she's talking trash. I think Christy Hind, you can Google it. She says that they're the boys are just uh, led off to pasture and the girls are. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous notion. Slaughter free dairy doesn't exist. There's there's too much at stake when it comes to raising an animal. Yeah, what are you going to do? Put the boys out on the on the grass and just hope that they survive. Wild them. It's just it's a ridiculous notion. Slaughter free dairy doesn't exist without a slaughter. It just doesn't happen. Uh, they take everything from the cow, but the moo is what they say, and that is true. And stop sucking on animals. Exactly. Exactly. Good point. Thank you. Stop sucking on animals. My my. My bracelet says, save animals, suck less. <laughs> suck less, save animals. And I think that's great. Um, anyway, deaths in history. We have Keith Moon, the drummer of The Who. And we also have Mobutu uh, Sesuke Seiko, who uh, was you know, maybe one of the longest, worst dictators in African history. He was the dictator of Zaire and um, is known as yeah, one of the bad guys. Uh, he embezzled between four and $15 billion during his reign and uh, flew a Concorde shopping trips to Paris, presided over the country for over three decades, widespread human rights violation. He has been described as the archetypical, the archetype uh, African dictator. There he is. Yeah, you see him, you see people parody the hat a lot with the leopard skin, you know, it's, uh, it never, it never ends. It never ends, does it? What are you gonna do with all the calves? A friend of mine said some cows get milk without getting pregnant. Yes, some do, but that's not, that's a very, very rare thing. Some America, some human women start lactating without having babies. That doesn't mean that's the norm. Maybe they fool the cows into thinking they're pregnant. <laughs> you could pump them full of hormones. But is that good for anybody? No. Altering an animal's physical state in order to get her milk doesn't seem like a good idea to me. Does it seem like a good idea to you? Does that seem like compassion? Don't forget, the world needs more compassion. We can all agree about that, can't we? Can't we all agree that the world needs more compassion? Does that sound like compassion? That should be the only question we ask. Is that compassionate? I don't think that's compassionate to force an animal to get a bunch of, of supplements 
in order to uh, give us what we want out of it. Doesn't sound right to me. I want to do the uh, vegan affirmation. Today's daily affirmation for vegans only. If you're not vegan, this affirmation is not for you. The sounds of nature help me reconnect. Ah. This morning, yesterday morning, I woke up, and this morning too, I woke up and we could hear the cicadas, and that's a sound I haven't heard in a really long time. It was very bizarre to hear the cicadas, which are bugs, they're um, insects that make really loud noises in the summer in the south and the southern United States. I haven't heard that sound in many years, and it was kind of shocking how it brought me back. The sound of nature does help you reconnect. It really does. If I ever need help relaxing into my peace, I can always call upon nature to guide me there. Spending time in nature or even just enjoying the sounds of nature unravels my nervous system so I can let more joy in. Nature is my friend, encouraging joy. Yeah, I like that. I like that. The sounds of nature help you reconnect. Do they help you reconnect? They help me reconnect. I hope that you guys like it. Yeah. Um, guys, uh, I gotta, I gotta get, get on the road and start, start moving. I told you it might be a vegan gains is having a debate with one of the Venus brothers now. Well, Leo Venus, that sounds like a good thing to watch. Well, the pre-shift is over. I hope that you guys have a great day. I hope you have a better day than Tupac Shakur. He got shot today in history and he went into a coma. Yeah. His last words were telling a cop to get away from him because he wasn't going to snitch about who shot him. So dumb. So much tragedy in the world. But maybe a little bit of nature can get us back on track and we can concentrate on living a little compassionately today. What do you say? That's what I'm going to try to do anyway. I hope that you guys have a great day. I appreciate you so much. Thanks, guys. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. Got to mention yesterday i also went to the vegan meetup after after we were done at PETA, we went to a vegan meetup at an indian restaurant i didn't eat but we got to hang out with the guys who were doing the veg fest in norfolk virginia that was really cool and i told them that i will be speaking at the veg fest in socal and that was really exciting so yeah it was really fun connecting with vegans from the other state and so i hope that we get to do a lot more of that you know and I, I hope we get to meet a lot more vegans out there. So thank you so much. Wish you vegans a great day. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Paul Campbell is coming in all the way from Galway. Thank you for being here. And uh, 
Sorry, I missed this morning. Take care, everybody. Thank you, Jean. I'm glad you're here. And um, yeah, it's just a short one today, but I'll be back tomorrow. All right. Illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down, okay? Thank you, vegans. Thank you.